Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello! Hello! Welcome to this program called We Heart Worry. Woohoo! It's a comedy podcast. About worry, worry. and anxiety and yeah. stuff. Not about cars. Not about cars and their engines. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Yasmin Akram. I'm Philippa Dunn. Welcome. Should we get real with people in this episode, Phil, and say that there's been a bit of a time... There's been a time lapse. Time lapse between la- episode five and now. How long is it? There's been a time lapse between episode one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. And this is six. Yeah. And this episode six is approximately one full calendar year <laughs> later yeah. than what one, two, three, four, and five yeah. were recorded. Yeah. I was going to say a lot's happened, but really my life is very similar. There's been... Look... <laughs> Things are bound to change in a year and a lot has changed in the year and a lot has changed as of recent. Yeah. And we were going to, going to, I merged kind of and going. I saw what you did there and I thought it was lovely. I didn't know I was doing it. But anyway, it's there. It's happened. Uh, It's it's out there. Um, We were going to talk about that basically. Mm -hmm. About the. um, Recent events. mm, Mm. mm. Most notably since March. Yeah. Of uh, this year, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Not 2019. 2020. 2020. 2020. Two 20s together. Stuck side by side. Yeah. A two and a zero. A two and a zero. That's yeah. how that's how you remember it. That's how I've written it and as well. If you can hear my dishwasher gurgling in the background, it's because we're in my house. It's because we're in Philippa Dunn's house. lair. We're in, yeah. Um, Complex. We've got a duvet over two uh, clothes horses. Yeah. Trying to fence us in and give us a studio kind of vibe, which I'm feeling. Yeah, I was feeling until I heard the dishwasher going and then I remembered. The dishwasher is the there. dishwasher. Why did I put, well, it's like, it's one o'clock in the day. I put that dishwasher on at like a half nine. Really? I might what are you put, washing, Phil? Well, I'm going to put it on the eco setting or something. Like oh, let me see. Oh, what? did you hear that? Is it over? It's, it's bibbing. That's it. It's bibbing. It's also the beep from University Challenge, is it? <gasps> and now... I've, Never Sorry. really watched that. No, really neither have I. No. I can't, I can't keep up. I'm not going to I'm not going to enter into a competition I can't ever win. No. No, I could just about do blockbusters. <laughs> I, I actually didn't because blockbusters was always on when we were a kid. Yeah. I didn't even That's your cat. That's no, that's the dishwasher. Oh. Dishwasher opens on its own. Okay. Ooh la la. This is it's Look like it. living in the future. When I said it was a complex <laughs> I wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry to blame it's just camera. a house come on now yeah yeah I never re- I didn't even know that um, uh, Blockbusters was a quiz what did you think it was I, I was just looking at them hexagons going across the screen <laughs> and trying to figure out what that was I was like what is any of this and I knew there was Bob and that's about it so you were completely tuned out apart from the hexagons across the screen and Bob the host yeah 
Did you know they were answering questions to compl- to make those hexagon? No. Right. Not even really. Because it was, do you remember there was letters and it would go. Can, have, be, can I have a P Can please? I have a P's, P P's, Bob. Bob. That was the big joke uh-huh. then. Yeah. Um, and then inevitably they were trying to get across the screen in a kind of a. A line, a linear line. fashion. Yeah. You can't do a linear fashion with a hexagon due to its shape alone exactly. and its nature. But this is bringing us back to the rhombus conversation yes. in episode four, I think it was. Oh yeah, the person, mm. the person who I had that rhombus conversation tackled me on that. Really? Not in an aggressive way, just in a conversation. Just, oh, okay. She said, was that me you had that? And I said, well, who, who, basically who else would I have that conversation with? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it was me. <laughs> well, well, you know, questions answered. Exactly. You knew it yourself. You didn't even have to ask the question. You knew it was you. You knew. If you think it's you, it's you. It's you. If we're talking about you on this thing, it's you. I love that phrase. Um, you know, when you're like at something or you're working on something and you're like, and there's no dickheads. <laughs> yeah. Because if there's no dickheads, the dickhead is you. Yeah, that's the hard yeah. thing to swallow, isn't it? I've said that out loud so many times. Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone's lovely on this job. Yeah. Oh, God, usually get some tool. Yeah. And everyone's going, yeah. Uh, You're some tool, aren't you? thing where they're pointing secretly at you. Doing <laughs> yeah. that. And they put up their hand as a shield and they're pointing behind yeah, it. Yeah, come on. It's you. It's you. Uh-huh. Um, but we do, we do want to talk about the coronavirus. Mm. We do want to talk about our experiences of it. And we were saying before, because obviously we worried before we even tackle the subject, that obviously we know it was a very, very serious, horrible thing where people died. People Still is. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And lots of people lost their jobs, uh, don't know what they're going to do. Businesses mm. have closed. So when we're talking about our experiences of coronavirus, please do not think for a second, we don't realise mm. that bigger things happened outside of our little bubbles. Yeah. And it's been a horrendously stressful time for so many people. Mm. I guess what we're talking about when it comes to our own worries in such a a horrible scenario as a world pandemic is what have we learned about our own worry? Yeah. Because it's a situation that could send your worry into overdrive. Has it? Are you asking that question to me, Philippa Dunn? If you want to answer, um, um, the floor is yours. Well, I think it's one of those things where if you're looking for a problem, you know, they, they say like, you know, I'm I'm the type of person who's always looking for a problem. Then when an actual problem shows up, hmm. you do go, oh, so this is actually um, something I should be worried about. An actual problem. Yeah. How is this going to work on my little brain? It was like my mind couldn't really... Because, my, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to worrying about all sorts of shit. Yeah. That it really was a new place for my mind to go to. And it really... I don't know if it enjoyed it. I think it was more like... Oh, I thought this, I thought I would, all these years of worry would have accumulated into some kind of way of dealing with this situation. Yeah, like a, um, it, it would have contributed towards a life strategy that would have been exactly. beneficial exactly. in some way. I can give you an example of this. Yeah. At the beginning of the pandemic, mm. as my friend Colin called it, he mm. said, I'm getting ripped during the pandemic. Okay. Um, I went to the supermarket. This mm-hmm. was like day three or four when mm. everybody had gone nuts and the toilet paper was being ripped from the shelves to be had. so I went up to the supermarket and I walked in and I looked over at the bread shelf mm. and all of the bread was gone mm. and it was like because my brain had nothing to compare that to in the banks of past experience mm. I kind of went well they're obviously going to bring some 
bread out soon. That's going to happen because there's never been a time where there hasn't been any bread. Yeah. So then I walked over to the meat section. There was no meat on any of the shelves. There was no chicken. There was no fish. There was nothing. Mm. Nothing there at all. My response was to go back over to the bread shelf. <laughs> yeah, because I guess your brain is going... <laughs> Uh, just, just go over and have another look. Go back to the bread because I'm sure there was there was bread there. Maybe we missed a have, slice. Have a look at the very back. There could be a packet of wraps there that are just because they're because they're flush with the shelving itself. That it could you just might have overlooked them there, or there might be a scone or there something. There might be a yeah a scone that managed to get free of the others in yeah. a packet. But well, they, they should be in the freshly baked. They should. They, they wouldn't be in the bread. They wouldn't. Be, yeah, they were going to be in the. That's the university challenge dishwasher telling you oh, that. Oh, uh, it's up. Time's up. No, it's not. Actually, keep going. Um, but yeah, so that I kind of went, oh, that's really interesting that my brain has told me to go back and do the same <laughs> thing again. Just have another look. Just go back there. So I that frightened me because, again, me and you have often talked about zombie apocalypses mm. because of our love of The Walking Dead mm. and such. Mm. And now I realise with this smaller scale situation insofar as it wasn't a rampage taking over the countries mm-hmm. in a zombie apocalypse way that I would I would be the first to go in an actual zombie apocalypse I, I you wouldn't get a day out of me Phil you'd get it pretty quick because I'd walk out I'd see there'd be a load of zombies I'd walk back in and then I'd just walk back out again it yeah. would seem that would be my brain would go the brain would say have another look listen yes okay they're all coming towards you and they're clearly undead mm. but don't let that stop you and even if you woke up of the morning and you looked out the window and you noticed they were four, five, six deep at the at the door, struggling to get in. Yeah, I probably threw them away with a tea towel. <laughs> go away. Go on. No, go on. Go on. Did, did, did you ever hear? Okay, so I uh, started to stockpile a little list of things that I haven't seen or heard since I was a kid. Go on. Uh, I won't remember them all now, but basically one of them was People always telling dogs to go home. <laughs> go home. Did that happen where you grew up? Yes. 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 I'm not wrong. <laughs> it was always, there was always a dog somewhere and there was always someone going, hey, go home. Go home. Because everyone knew where the dog came from. Everyone knew that oh, it was... Yeah, it wasn't a random dog. No, was it was it? like O'Sullivan's dog or it was whoever. <laughs> that is also such an Irish thing. Go yeah. home. Go home. Go home. And the other thing you don't see anymore is people walking around with cotton wool in their ears. I feel I've never seen that one. Oh. When did that happen? I used to see that as a child. In the heads of old men or? Um, well, I used to ask my mother, I was like, ma'am, why has that boy got cotton wool in his ears? And she goes, oh. he's probably got an earache. Oh, and now. Hmm. Do you know what? Maybe I was that kid. Again, if you don't know who the wanker is, it's you on a oh, set. Yeah. You don't know who the... No one's got cotton wool in their ears. Because it's a, cause and you can't either. see in your own ears. No. I had a quite a... I would get a waxy build-up. I was known for it. Oh, yeah. Famed. Around the, around the town. <laughs> That's your one with the waxy build-up. got a waxy build-up. So I do think I did have a, the odd cotton bud in my ear from time to time. I'm talking about cotton wool. Yes. yes. I'm saying bud, but what I mean is ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Soaked in some kind of olive oil or something like that to get the... I don't The know. head juices moving. I don't know. Oh, in your own instance. Yes, yes, to soften the wax. Mm. Encourage it to move along. I hope no one's eating while there is any. Yeah, this. sorry about that. Sorry about that. We also had a neighbourhood dog. Did you have a neighbourhood dog? Um, there was a neighbour's dog, the next door. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> was he well kept and well groomed? Ara! 
We're talking Mayo in the <laughs> late 80s. Talking County Mayo in the late 80s. Uh, it, it wasn't Crufts. I still have a grievance with this dog because um, <laughs> I finally uh, uh, persuaded my mother. Basically, it was obviously Mayo in the 80s. And clothing wise a lot of what you wore was the hand-me-downs now I'm the youngest of three the two oldest being boys right so I'm accustomed to wearing a khaki or a beige um, short (laughs) with a matching kind of camouflage top it was all boys clothes right nothing wrong with that but then I got these fancy threads off the cousin in England oh so they were male or female female (laughs) oh and like these were number one English clothes Oh, because you're not going to get them in town. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. No, they won't be stocking them down and down the Duns uh, or pennies. And number two, yeah. she had worn them. And she was a big deal. Ah, oh, she was cool out now. Cool out. <laughs> Seriously. No, because she was older than me. And I was like, she's like the coolest girl I know because she's English and she's like my older cousin. Like. And so I got this rig out from her and yeah. I was it was always at the top of the hot press and I'd look in and I could see it at the very top of the hot press and I'd go, ma'am, when can I wear the, the mint green rig out? Oh. So basically, it was a mint green polo neck. Yeah. Full sleeve. And there was a matching <laughs> skirt, mint green. And on the, on the skirt, there was kind of like, cast your mind back to like really early 90s print. You know, there'd be like black geometric Yes. Circles and squares and triangles. Yeah. So the, it was a black circle, square, triangle patterned and pattern nice. on the mint green skirt. So anyway, eventually convinced the mother to take down off the top um, rung of the hot press. And I got to wear it out one day and I was going, well, I know where I'm going immediately in this regard, which was to go down Hollywood. to Hollywood. <laughs> Well, yeah, but um, first of all, it was I'm going down off, <laughs> going off down to the neighbours down the road for a good old show off. <laughs> like, you know, you walk down the road like this with the the, the shoulders going back going, I'm going to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, them, you're waiting for me. people to, the, the curtains to start twitching. Yeah, and you're, yeah. oh, this, this is from England. This is from England. England. Where'd you get it? Oh, this, this is from England. Just sent over from, on a boat. So I went, I was making my way down to the friend's house for the good show off yeah the gloat like yeah and um the neighbor the neighbor's dog appeared and she went for me and she got me square on the breast <laughs> with the two mucky paws <laughs> and i just remember looking down going i haven't this on 10 minutes and i haven't even done my show off yet and there's these two like, mucky paws on my breast and I was like, oh no, this is the exact reason why my mother wouldn't let me wear it. Because she'll say, it'll be on you 10 minutes and it'll be filthy. And you were going, no, no. things have changed. Ma'am, I'm nearly 10. Come on now. C- uh, cut me some slack. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. So I had to go down to the neighbour and do my show off filthy. So I, <laughs> I still have this grudge against the neighbourhood dog. prints on your boobs as well. Mm. Which is, you couldn't pass off as a style choice. No, no, no. no. It was, it was, and because it was Mayo in the 80s with sideways rain, it was pure muck, like muck. Oh, listen, listen, Phil, listen. (sighs) Also, just a quick uh, clarification of the word hot press. Hot press. Because people don't know, hot press is basically airing cupboard, if you're not familiar with it. Because they don't say it here. I don't know if we were to, if anyone was to listen to this in America or Australia or any English speaking country. Yeah. They might not know what the hot press is, but it's an airing cupboard or Mm. whatever you call it in your, um, House. House or country. Yes. Anyway, getting back to the old coronavirus. Exactly, I'm so sorry. No, listen. We needed to cover all of those things. Um, I think so. What did you experience um, 
during this last, like we're in month, month, month four. When did this start? March? March. April, May, June. This is the, yeah, month four. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, just kind of what you touched on there, which is here's something really serious that's actually happening in the world. Mm. People are dying. People are experiencing awful hardship. Um, uh, Are you going to worry about it? No, I didn't worry about it. I didn't worry about it for a second. <laughs> I Instead, I worried that I had poisoned one of the neighbourhood children with my watering can. And I also worried that I'd send something illegal in the post to you. These are, the, you know, again, yet again. How did you think that was illegal, though? Because um, there's all sorts of restrictions on stuff that you can send in the mail. Right. And I read them restrictions, I'd say, back to front, upside down, about three, four times going, is it on the list? Would there be this? on? And I even felt like ringing them up. I think and I did try to ring them up. I did ring them. I, I rang up Royal Mail with my question to go, is can it, I send okay, this? Okay, to and send heroin. Because was, it was a, about two kilos of heroin, you said. <laughs> no, it was one and a half. <laughs> Get your facts right. No, it was something for your house. It was. I don't mind saying I had I had some mice, and yeah. you very kindly sent me some some mouse things, so, uh, uh, sonar things. Yeah, to try and deter. It's yeah. a deterrent. It's yeah. a sonar deterrent. Yeah, and I even was going to ring Royal Mail, and yeah, and then you phone them up, and they remind you. They go like, look at because of what's going on in the world. Yeah. There's like we're not we're kind of busy, and we mightn't get around to answering the phones, so you might piss off and you know do something actually useful this is the thing it's that like it's what I find really frustrating about myself is I will spend hours and hours and hours worrying about absolutely useless shite mm. absolutely but then when there's something actually seriously going on in the world that like it, no it doesn't yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I go into denial like I had Maybe, yeah. I had some real world worries like I worried about my parents because they're mm. in their 70s and I couldn't think about them getting sick or anything like that especially since I'm not at home to be around them if they needed anything um but like no no I was yeah the watering can incident was I was out watering the flowers one evening and when the kids on the road had left their water bottle on the curb right and I noticed that um the water runoff from my flower bed was trickling down the ever so slight incline of the the driveway right and it kind of pooled around the base of this water bottle. Okay, yeah. Now at the time it was just like, I just went, all right, yeah, God, the water really ran off the thing there now. Yeah, Grant went in. And then I'd had a bit of a think to, for, to myself and I went, oh, now you see, um, a few weeks ago there was some fertilizer in that watering can. And now it's gone and gotten on the kid's wash bottle. And the kid is going to maybe lick the outside of the wash bottle. And they're going to get poisoned and you yeah. should go out there and talk to... Oh, and I didn't know who owned the wash bottle. Oh. So I saw I myself... owned the child. I'd know who owned the child. Right. I wouldn't know who owned, which child owned the wash bottle. Right. But I saw Got myself it. knocking around the houses going, sorry, does your child own a water bottle with the silver lid? And, the... and are they at present licking it? No. You see, I think the kids went in for their tea. Right. So the wash bottle was just left there. Yeah. And then I went in for my tea. Of course. And because um, it was tea time. It was tea time. And um, by the time I came out, the, the water bottle was gone. And I was like, should I knock around the houses and go, does your kid own a water bottle that looks like this? Yeah. And they go, yes or no. And then I would say, well, you see, the thing is, is um, I was out washing my flowers and uh, some water from my watering can got on the bottle. Mm. And they'd be like, yeah. And I'd go, 
you see a few weeks ago there was fertilizer in the watering can now there's been water in it since yeah yeah but, but you, you, I need to I, I need you to know this yes you need all the information yes and then I realized that's actually kind of really useless don't do that um that will help nobody uh it's kind of ridiculous um finish your tea and go to bed um and then the next morning I did find myself getting up and looking out the window to see if the kids were all right because they go out and play every day. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, sorry, I'm not meaning to laugh at the image of a dead child <laughs> on the road. But it did, it's just made me chuckle and I'm sorry about that. Well, I was kind of looking at the windows going, yeah, one, two, three, four, yeah. yeah. All present and they're all, for. Yeah, and they all look in good health yeah. and they're playing and they're running around. And, and they look hydrated, so they've obviously had some water in the interim. Clean water, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just when you're when your thinking goes to the place of, okay, if I'm going to do something about this, I'm going to end up looking really strange. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, so, it's a constant thing, isn't it? For yeah. just trying to fight off the strangeness and what you're going to seem. Yeah. Same to way be. Uh, that I knew that that thing that I was sending you in the post, mm. uh, you know, the way it says on the post box gets collected at six o'clock, whatever. Yeah. I was sitting there for the day going, you know, you have 45 minutes to get up to the high street there and stand beside the box. <laughs> And then when postman comes along, uh, you just go, sorry, sorry, there's a hold thing. on there. You say, I couldn't get through on the phone earlier, but <laughs> can I ask you? See that that package there? That's mine. Send it to my friend. <laughs> um, you see, what's in it is a sonar deterrent for mice. <laughs> um, as far as I know, uh, there are no batteries included. And it's the batteries you've the hang up on, isn't it? It is. It's the it's batteries. The batteries. Can I, am I right in thinking that? You're not allowed to post the batteries. Uh, and I just go, you know, and I kept going during the day going, you should go up there now and, and, infl- and you know, what's the infiltrate, infiltrate, um, intercept, intercept, yeah, intercept the, um, the package before it goes in the post, because God. next thing you know, you'll be up in court. Very, very MI5. Yeah. That kind of thing. So no, I wasn't. And like, you know, and then of course, if I was running up the high street to do that, mm-hmm. would I have worn gloves? Would I have worn a mask? Would I have social distanced? Absolutely. When you're on a mission. <sighs> I was pure distracted. This fucking this stupid distraction. Listen, it's listen. like, would you just worry about like what you have to worry about, which is real world stuff, instead of going off into the fantasy land with these make believe useless, you know? What see, is I don't that? know if my well, I'm not going to speak for you, but I don't know if my brain can handle real world situations, and so it's there, knobbing about because this is the thing I realised now in the last week or so mm. that I. Because we did lots of Zooms and Skypes and that over the lockdown period, which is lovely. And thank you so much for that. Mm. Um, But I was going, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm getting on. I've got lots of work to do. I'm enjoying cooking. I'm going for walks around the park. And I live on my own. So I was going, you know, it's not like, like out of everybody who's at risk, I'm I'm not really because as long as I sanitize, it's it's not like I, I, you know, I'm in a house of five people where some people are going to, have to work. Yes, or, yeah. yeah. It's just like me coming home, and also I'm self-employed, so I was working from home. If I if I wanted to of a day, I'd, I'd take a turn around the park, go to the shop, and that was kind of my lot. And I thought I was handling it really well, and then about a week ago, I realized. I was having a Zoom with some friends. We were doing like a group Zoom. And one of my friends, Julie, said, you know, everyone's saying that you're going to leave this lockdown a hunk, a chunk or a drunk. And I was going, ha, ha, ha. And then I went, well, no, I have been eating an awful lot. Like I was eating, like Phil, I was eating like it was going out, like the, the food was running out. Like there was never going to be any bread on the shelves ever. Okay. 
And then I was like, that's really weird because I'm not really, I don't really do that. I used to do that a lot, an awful lot. I haven't done that in a long time. And then I kind of went, oh, this is affecting me. And I'm trying to be like, I'm, I'm fine. Mm. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm really good. But I hadn't seen people physically at one point in about two and a half months. I hadn't seen mm. anybody I knew and had a conversation with anybody I loved face to face. It was all on a computer screen. Mm. And I think that that really impacts you as a human mm. when you're not seeing the people that you love, that you rely on and looking in their eyes and, you know, mm. getting like just, you know, because even with the Zooms and the Skypes, you're not, it's you not know, the same. They, yeah, it's not the same. You can't get the eyeline right. No. You know? Now, it's 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 a momentary relief where you go, oh, great, that person yeah. is still alive and they mm. look well and they sound well and great to see them. But no, I think as human beings, we're all, our brains are hardwired to be connected to others. Yeah. And so extended periods of time away from others, whether you're aware of it or not, it's going to, it's going to really get you. Television history is contained within the box of delights. It was happening in front of us. Incredible. In our living rooms. It was amazing. Guests pick their favourite television moment and tell us why they love it. And is this the episode where Daisy's just been for the interview at the Women's Magazine? Flaps. That's it, Flaps. Yeah. Named one of Radio Time's best podcasts of the year. I don't understand people who don't see the joy in drawing the curtains, mug of hot chocolate and something nice on TV. Like, what could be nicer than that? Than having a snuggle. Exactly. Nostalgia in bite-sized chunks. Box of delights from Great Big Owl. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I think it was like a, a a depression and a heaviness I was mm. feeling. And I thought, I thought, of, again, doing really well because I was also talking to people that I hadn't spoken to in ages and yeah. having like ended up really reconnecting with my two friends, Darren and Colin, who I grew up with. Mm. And we were Skyping like every weekend. And me and my, my other two friends, uh, Joe and Mark, we were Skyping every Thursday. Mm. And that was lovely because we were just going, God, we're spending all this time together. Mm. So you think you're really doing great things and, and forging all these new or, or reconnecting. Another, uh, in mm. Another way to say it is reconnecting, is it? Yeah. I was saying yeah. forging new friendships, but it wasn't. They were my old friends. Yes. That make any sense. Reconnecting. And intercepting. And intercepting. Um, but yeah, then going... It's what your brain does when it's experiencing a trauma. Because I think this is like a 
uh, a worldwide trauma mm. um, and we're all kind of going mm. Mm. Well, trying to get through it then mm. it's over mm. hopefully at some point and then you look and look that. back and go oh I was really Do you remember that yeah I'm mm. constantly thinking that like will, will we look back in 10 or 15 years and be like we still can't believe it yeah still can't because I'm yeah it's that thing like remember watching 9-11 happen live on the Jason telly and I, I just didn't believe it. I was like, I'm not computing. This yeah. isn't, this can't, this is a film. This, this isn't, isn't, yeah. This isn't happening. Nah. How can it be happening? Yeah, I think, I think, I think we have um, a limit, a safety limit mm. to what we can take in. Yeah. Otherwise our mind will explode. Gee, yeah. So I think a lot of stuff is just like, yeah, that's, that's kind of not happening. I'm just, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then it is, it's when you kind of have a chance to look back and go, you stop and take, Oh, yeah. That was completely messed up. That was totally mad. Totally mad. And I know that some people, like my friend's uh, mother passed away a couple of weeks ago. Oh. And even just kind of going, so that's, that funeral is taking place on Zoom. Oh. Or like there was a, a live stream of the funeral for like people oh, yeah. who couldn't physically be there. Very strange. Just yeah, crazy. Like mm. because obviously, like really close family members couldn't get back, mm. and and then you just go. There's lots of people who've had that experience as well of like losing somebody either to the actual virus or just you know somebody passed away, mm. and how horrific that is that you can't go and mm. be with your family, mm. you know, or say goodbye to your loved. Oh, 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 it's me- it's messed up. <sighs> that's then, all. Yeah. So yeah, that's just awful stuff. Yeah, and then I go, oh, bread, big worriers. Snow, the snow, hold us. I wonder, is it possible for people to take in the level of weirdness that there's been? I'm going to say no. Mm. Just put it out there. I'm just going to say no. Because it's like anything, when something massive happens, your brain has to, like, it's exactly what you say, your brain kind of goes, this is not real, this is a film. Mm. I'm waking up in the morning, I'm going through all of the things that I need to do to be, in the world and then I'm going back to bed and I do that for two or three weeks and then I feel like it's past and it's fine mm. it's like when yeah it's like losing somebody as well you do end up going I don't understand how I'm getting through this but I am and then a year later you go oh my god that was just I was crazy nothing's fine yeah Abs- actually nothing is good nothing's okay yeah I thought it, I, I think you're very yeah I think I think one is very good at convincing yourself everything's fine everything's fine yeah Fine. Can I ask, hmm. how many apocalyptic, illnessy kind of films did you watch? Oh, zero. Zero? Um, I was curious. I wanted to watch Outbreak. That's the yeah. one with Ebola, isn't it? No. Is it, is it, it Dustin Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman and the monkey. I wanted to watch that mm-hmm. uh, because I remember as a kid, it did really terrify me. Right. And I wanted to watch it to, to see, did it have the same effect? Yeah. Considering what was going on at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Um, no, I I watched a lot of reality television instead. Good, yeah. Because it because it's it it's such it is the ultimate escapism. Oh, listen! But then very confusing because you're watching it going. You know, there's people sitting beside each other on couches and stuff. And you're like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not. Th- th- stop. And then you remember mm. that this is recorded in 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in some of them in 2010, I started watching The Real House of Housewives of Beverly Hills and that started in 2010. Oh. So I was going, everyone can, yeah, but you can sit that close, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, I did watch everything that I could that was an 
at all like a full immersion into full the immersion. I watched torture contagion what's that one now? that is oh it's got so many great people Gwyneth Paltrow in it is a woman who comes back from a trip she's got a flu she's married to Matt Damon oh she's dead does she die? you lose Gwyneth Paltrow at the top of this film well now it's very con- it's a confident move by Steven Soderbergh I think is the director maybe he's the writer I can't remember who wrote it but yeah. so you lose Gw- Paltrow's gone right immediately immediately and then you're also thinking if because I think uh, she's got a very strong immune system hasn't she like as a human being because of goop and all that in real life yeah because of her candles and stuff because of her candles is and the fa- yoga is it fanny candles is it the, those candles you put up your vagina no I think she made one that smells like Oh yeah. Um, now, what do you? How? Where? When are you burning that? Um, where my? Where do I stand on that? Yeah, like what? When would you burn a, a fanny scented oh. candle? Never. Christening. <laughs> Wafted over the baby. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> Bring back any memories. Do you remember this? Uh, I don't see any reason. No. I, it's the kind of thing that like. Jesus, if you were awful into yourself, you might sit in a room and close all the doors and all the windows and burn it. Just you. Just be like, I'm, I'm class. And just go, is it, so is it, it's, is it just, is it just general fanny or is it your fanny? Um, or is it just Gwyneth's? Gwyneth, because I, again, I'd say that that smells very hygienic um, and, and well cared for. I don't know. I don't know because anytime I saw any headline or anyone, anyone talking about it anywhere, I just went, no, thanks. As in, uh, let's not. Just I don't. No, I'm not. Aaron, no. no, no, no. I don't need one. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but anyway, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just like, ah, come on. No, I. You get to a point, I suppose, because she. There was another thing that was on there. I think it was about something going up your fanny, like an egg or something. Okay, yeah. There's those things that you put put up there to no, I'd keep be the muscles. You'd, you'd forget. <sighs> Well, I going back to I just be scared. What's the fucking point? Well, yeah, uh, you know, excuse uh, my language. Well, my, my mother used to always say, especially with me, glue, me, me sticky ears. You know, keep your finger out of there. Yeah, you, you just go. Don't go rooting around sticking things, and you know. Yeah, basically, that is an equivalent to a, co- a cotton ball in your ear, cotton bud. Oh yeah. to, you know, fish. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Now somebody can write in and, and say this has changed change my life. But it's it's for it's for the muscle, isn't it? It's for muscle tone. Oh, is it? It's basically the muscles you use to keep it up, keep the egg up there all day. Oh I just have too many visions of that falling out. Somewhere. No, because I've other things for doing. <laughs> I have other things for doing. I'm, I've towels to fold, and I have. <laughs> I've got to get a dinner on. I have to get a dinner on, and I have a uh, floor to sweep. I'm not. I don't want. God, I Karen. don't have time now. I'm sounding ancient. I'm no, but listen, I think it's fair enough. But anyway, mm. so they lose Paltrow in the first 10 minutes of this film. Contagion. Then her little boy dies. So oh, shit. That devastating. If you, again, if you haven't watched it, it's ages old. So, you know, this is on you. Turn it off now. Turn this podcast <laughs> off now. Go watch it. Then anyway, it turns out that, that she has, she is patient zero. Okay. She's starting. She's the source. She is the source. Oh, interesting. So then it's all like this, this. Um, so it's all about Gwyneth. It's all about Gwyneth. But it's also the spread of this thing. It was exactly like coronavirus. It was all like t- touching surfaces. You see, everybody now. has to. But they, but you get it, and you were gone. And there was a few people like Matt Damon, who was immune for whatever reason, genuinely immune. 
Like, is Genuine. This... Yeah, because he was married to Gwyneth Paltrow. He was the dad of the kid. So they were in the house together. She comes back. The kid gets it. The kid dies. Matt oh, Damon no. is fine. They locked him in a room hmm. at some point. Kate Winslet came in asked him some questions. Kate Winslet is in this. Kate Winslet is in it. Guess what happens to her? Dead. This is an all-star they're cast who are... They're dropping not af- like flies. They're not afraid to kill them babies. Getting it. Just done. Jude Law is he's in it. Push. I can't remember. I think he's he's fine. He's lying. He lies at one point and says he finds a cure. But it's only oh. to shift some uh, merchandise he's selling on the on the sly. Oh, does she mean shift like a girl? Oh, to no. Impress her. <laughs> to go, hiya, um, how are you? Could uh, you imagine if Jude Law had to re- re- resort to lies? Everyone wants to kiss Jude Law. In order to get a shift. He lives very close to my best friend. And she oh. does see him on the high street. And she oh. says she's always, she has followed him. A number of times. Mm-hmm. She said he went into the greengrocer and asked for some lamb's lettuce. And she was like, that's a really classy move. That's lovely. I don't know, but Jude Law knows. Well, he, he's the man in the know. I, I'm I'm always up there looking around for him. He's never there when I'm there. Jude! Jude! <laughs> Jude! Jude! But in the film anyway. Yeah. He's, he's up to no good. But anyway. Lying. Lying. But everyone gets it really, really quickly and you get it and Ooh. then you get a bit of a cold or a cough and then you're, that's it, you're gone. Okay. So, but it was very um, similar to the spread. Like how quickly it was spreading was kind of uh, probably 10 times faster than Corona. Mm. It was like literally. Mm. And it would, it would just kill a, a, anybody who came into contact with it mm. apart from your, your few Matt Damon types. Mm. But it was also like showing how everyone was reacting and people were like, no. at one point, the, sorry, say that again? I was just going to say, were they not taking it seriously? They were, yeah. no, they were losing their minds. So at one point there was a food truck that shows up to feed people and everyone just basically started kicking it over and going nuts. And Matt Damon, of course, was trying to calm everyone down. Oh. And they weren't. They it's all right were, for you, Matt. You're immune. Exactly, you're immune. You can go into a Tesco's and get some beans. You're fine. Yeah. Nobody had that line in the film, might I add. Everyone okay. was just going, Rah. I don't think they have Tesco in America. Do they? they don't. Okay. Let's see. Maybe we'd, we'd be proven wrong. But at the end of it, Switch off now if you don't want to know the end. They show how the fucking thing... Excuse my language. How the fucking thing happened, Phil. So... Is it a world map? Do they show a world map with lines going across? They might have done. But they what they do is, right? So this is how they show you how it began. So, beg, beg your pardon. Mm. Gwyneth Paltrow dies. Then also you see in other areas... This model in New York dies. And then this uh, guy... I can't remember where he is. He dies as well. Now, Gwyneth Paltrow is on a business trip at the beginning of the film. And I can't remember where she's gone. I don't know where she is. I think it's, I think it's China, let's say. If it's Mm. not China, I'm sorry. But she, she's there and she's in a bar Mm. and she, you see her touch loads of things. And then Mm. you see the model is there. The model's in the same bar. And then you see the waiter that comes over is, is the other person that you saw die at the beginning of the oh film Christ. turns out that Gwyneth Paltrow meets the chef in this kitchen and he shakes her hand and you know what he's done he's just touched a dead pig and he hasn't okay. washed his hands and then he shakes her hand okay. and that's how she gets the virus she touches a glass the model t- no the model leaves her wallet on a bar Gwyneth Paltrow goes sorry you forgot your wallet and the model touches the wallet now she's got it and this is how quick it happened and then somebody says it's because Oh no, then you see. Sorry, I'm so excited. Uh, a bat was eating a bit of banana. And did someone get a hold of this banana? 
the bats eat the banana. Yeah. The banana falls from the bat's mouth into where the pigs are. The pig uh, eats the banana. The pig's got the bat virus. Then the chef hmm, touches the pig, pig, doesn't wash his hands, touches Gwyneth. She's back in America. Everyone in America's yeah. got it. So if you're going near a pig, <laughs> wash your hands. hands. Which is basically what they say happened. Wash your hands. With uh, the live animal market. Isn't that what they were saying? Was how Corona all started? Well, it's... It, or is that controversial? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But you see, it's it's things like that that I... I that's why I can't watch those movies. It's because I think at the end of the outbreak, mm. they had the world map. Right. Or did they? I don't know. <laughs> I was a child when I saw it. And... That's Based, Dustin Hoffman and a monkey. Is it a monkey goes nuts and bites some, or it doesn't um, bite, it bites somebody? I just remember it's Dustin Hoffman, mm. a load of plastic suits. Yes. Light blue in colour. Light blue in colour. Rene Russo. Which, that's the female lead now. Okay, that rings a bell. I'll look it up after Or this. just the lead. I don't know why I'm saying female. She's just the, the female. lead. The lead. But we do remember Justin. and Justin Hoffman. Justin Hoffman. And he, yeah. It was at the end of that, basically, I think, or maybe I'm confusing it with another film. Again, this is going back years and years. But they had the world map and they were mm. showing how quickly it spread between like a flight goes from here to here. Oh Man goes home to wife. Blah, blah, blah. And it was stuff like that. And I went, no, no, I can't. No, I don't want to. I can't. You see, that's that's what I find terrifying about it. Yeah. Is the Because um, I have those thoughts about Germans anyway, because uh, I haven't I said, you said Germans for a second. No, no. <laughs> germs. <laughs> Um, because yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't said it yet, but I've had the OCD since I was a child, mm. and when I was a teenager, um, it was all about germs. Right. So we'll take it down a scale or two, but I used to have fears that like I would have a germ on me. Right. That would pass. Usually, it was usually about babies and small children. So if I had a friend over and they had their baby with them, yeah, and they're like, "Here, hold the baby," and I'm like, "Baby's gonna get something off me." Right. Definitely. Definitely. One hundred percent. Definitely. And that used to freak me out. So when I see how easy, because one of the comforts of trying to talk myself down from that was like, you know, you can't pass on things that easily or the germs that are on, that are on, that are on you aren't as exotic that it would have that detrimental an effect yeah. on a child. You can't, you know. You think, yeah. Yeah. But then you see, you watch films like that. And it's yes. like, well, you see, you can't, you can't have, yeah. yeah. And then, and then everyone goes, oh, we all knew that this kind of thing was going to happen. It was only a matter of time before we ended up having a world pandemic slash flu thing. Mm. And you're just going, oh, well, how come we, no one else knew? I didn't know. I mean, I know that I'm very low on the list of people to tell. No one told me. <clears throat> all right no one tells me anything nah it's no one's no one's telling me but but yeah it, it's mm. moments like that as well where you just go oh my god this is what it makes me feel feel powerless powerless right. over the actions of a pig and a bat because you can't there's nothing you can do about that well if a, if a how do you stop bats is a bat is it coming down to this how do you stop bats going bananas <laughs> eating a banana eating a banana flying around it's not my fault if a bat doesn't finish its meal before it heads off somewhere and then I'm that... away. <laughs> Leaves the leftovers for the pig to have. Yeah. No, there's nothing you can do with that because that's, that's what a bat's meant to do. A bat is meant to eat fruit and fly around the place and if he doesn't want to eat, finish the banana, that's his own prerogative. Yeah. And then you can't stop the pig. They're just going to do it. It's just, it's the world. It's life. Is it? We just have to wash our hands a ton mm. and and love one mm. another. I don't know. I don't know who this fictional chef in, in Contagion 
was. Mm. He was obviously an actor. He was an actor. He was an actor. But I don't know why you would... If I was a chef mm. and someone said to me, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow wants, to shake, wants her her to shake your hand, even though she was playing a lady. Well, knowing that she makes um, candles that smell like... I'd be... <laughs> Washman. That's enough. I'm joking. That's a joke. <laughs> but I don't listen. I think it's fair to say. Has she sold one of them candles off that site? They're probably sold out, Jazz. This is the fucking thing. They're probably 250 quid for a, a, a candle that no one wants to smell. What what about just a nice vanilla and lavender scent well, or something like that? Well, she might be confident enough that her bits and bobs smell that way. Well, mine would, wouldn't. Yeah. And I'll. Speaking for myself, I'd second that. I wouldn't want that because do you know what happened? I'd like one of me fanny candles. And stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a smell, uh, a candle made of the smell of my neck. You know, because that's where all your pheromones are. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so oh, that would be good as well mm. if someone was coming in. You're we having a romantic evening. You're getting your pheromones out mm. there. Like, Anything else? Like, I remember like there was nothing more lovely growing up than the smell of my mother's neck. Or if you found something in the house that all yeah, that smells, smells like... a bit like your mum. Yeah. Yes, and you go, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. If your mum ever left you in hospital, as my mum did, and she'd leave her glove so I could smell her on her glove, but she'd also say, "I'm coming back for that glove in five minutes," and then I'd be there hours later clutching that glove, with all my abandonment issues racing around my little head. The glove is staying, man. The glove is staying, but you know what? Guess who's not coming back for it? Her nibs, mum. <laughs> also known as mum. Nibs, yeah, her nibs. You know, have you ever heard that saying? No. You say, oh, her nibs is coming in. No. Well, that's it. I that's always call one. everyone her nibs. I've not heard that. No. Yeah. There was a. Oh, that's not even remotely interesting. I was going to say there was a, a, the League of Gentlemen, the that TV series, yeah. which is like one of my favorite um, TV shows ever. There's a character in a cop, Holly, who's obsessed with pens. Yes. And she was going to open a shop called Her Nibs. Ah, there you go. And that used to really tickle you. Yeah. Really tickle me. Um, was this marigold your mother would leave behind, or was it like a... it was an actual? No, was it was a, a physical outside glove? Okay, for, yeah, for warmth. Obvi- yeah, obviously, I was in the shop in the shop in the hospital mm. <laughs> around about um, Christmas or winter times. So she had a glove mm. with her, and she gave it to me so I could. Um... That sorry, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> sorry. But it was tiny, strange little cat has <laughs> just kind of through underneath the duvet with her two little paws and made a squeaky sound. Oh! She's trying to take the duvet down as well. And now she's jumping on it, which I kind of knew you'd do because you can't not, can you? Oh, listen, you're a scamp. She's a scamp and a Her half. nibs is a scamp. Her nibs. Um, but the fanny candle, just to... Uh, wrap that one up. Wrap that one up. If I had a, a candle that smelled like my fanny, I just know that if somebody came into the house, they'd say... Jesus Christ, we crack a window. <laughs> Do you fancy going out for lunch? <laughs> Have you opened a bin? <laughs> oh, what's that story you told? <laughs> you told me a story. <laughs> You're at a party, you don't have to tell me. Oh, no. I will, listen, I will. So we went to a party. <laughs> should we, we should end on this. We should end on, let's end on this high, high note. So, and also after talking such guff about going to Paltrow and her, and her candle. I went to a party one time where there was um, a lot of, it, it was basically protein snacks and sausages and that kind of thing. <laughs> so it was a lot of like loads meat. of meat, but no actual vegetables or anything like that. Any cheeses? 
there was some cheeses there for sure. Hmm. But I went to this party anyway, and I ate quite a lot of sausages during the, the day. And <laughs> like they, 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 from like there were all different kinds of meats, and it gave me quite a dicky tum. Mm. And at this party was an incredibly handsome man, oh. and uh, I was like, oh, he's he's lovely. So. <laughs> So he had to go out for a while and uh, he was going somewhere else and he said, I'm going to, I'm going to, but I'll come back to the party later and maybe we can chat. And I was going, yeah. Oh my God. I'll be here. I'm here. I'll be here. So um, he went off and then he came back and my stomach was really, really. In flitters. <laughs> it was really bad. And I was farting quite badly, oh. but I was going, it's fine. But they were one of those, they were the kind of farts where they felt quite warm. <laughs> Yeah. There was no sound, but there was a lot of warmth when they were happening. <laughs> that's, and, that's the way you knew they were passing. Yeah, there was no sound, but the, there just was the warmth, the heat, yeah. the heat of them. And uh, I, um, I was talking. He came back, and I was talking to him, and I let a fart, and I was going, "Well, and there's, there's no reaction. That's fine." And he was kind of chatting away, kind of smiling, and. <laughs> His face changed. <laughs> it His, dropped. It dropped. It went ashen. And he went, Jesus Christ, has someone opened a bit? <laughs> uh, uh, to which I responded, no, no, I don't no, think so. I don't, I don't have a bit. So. Or maybe yes. I don't know, whatever. And uh, and then my best friend came over and said, oh my God, what is that smell? And I was going, nothing. Do you know what? Do you know what, Louise? It's just an ordinary smell because it's an ordinary day. And then later on, I said to her, do you remember this man in the kitchen? That mm, was me. That was me. And she was like, that was the that <laughs> was the worst thing anyone has ever smelled in their in their lives. It's just the worst. As a collective or individual. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the so high I'll leave you on. This is uh so now let's see. I mean, if in doubt, exactly. throw out a fart story. Also, if it happens to you that you're at a party and you let a particularly warm or bad fart, always uh, say say that. Has someone opened Jesus has someone opened? See, I couldn't, I couldn't hold my composure in a situation. I mean, there was one time I was shooting something and we're all, we're talking to the director and we're all standing up against the same radiator because uh, it was freezing and he's talking away and then I just let it slip and oh my God, yeah, like that, it was um, silent. It had a temperature and the measure... <laughs> The minute it hit the air, (laughs) (laughs) and my friend stands beside me, she goes, "Ah, ah, 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 she's been bitten, yeah, (laughs) she's been bitten by an odor." And she starts going, oh, God, who farted? Right? And of course, I look her square in the face and she looks me square in the face. And I just went, ha, ha, ha. Started that giddy laughter. And that to her, like, hello. Like, I'm good at owning up to when I've dropped them bad boys, right? And um, (laughs) she, like... Uh, she should have known from the, my hysterical laughing. Yeah, that you were the culprit. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then she went, "Who farted? Who farted?" And I was going like, <laughs> in her Wasn't face, it's like you're the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He led her one and um, the Oscar-winning one. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I was kind of like, that was my way of owning up. But yeah. she was still pointing the finger, going, oh, so, <laughs> you know who did that?" And then she says. 
wants. This is what this is about. This is what this is about. Oh, oh no. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, she says, it smells like a ham. <laughs> and, uh, that stopped me from laughing though because I was like, oh, she's not having ham in ages. <laughs> no, after time Maybe it's not me at all. Maybe it's just... I think we're on the wrong page. We're, we're not on the same page. Oh, God. So anyway, then I skipped her off outside because I was just, I couldn't keep the laughter in. I was just like, hey, <laughs> that was me. That was me. That was me. Oh, God. Oh, away I pranced. Oh, God. I think the very idea of a fart having a temperature. <laughs> yeah. And we've all been there. We all know exactly what that is. Yeah. That sensation of knowing yeah. it's basically happened and now you're out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Listen, guys, this has been series one of We Heart Worry. Yeah, if um, you want to email us. <laughs> do. Um, it's, what's the email address? Weheartworry at gmail.com. And thank you for the emails that you have sent. No one sent any questions and that's absolutely fine. Um, Maybe they don't believe that we... <laughs> maybe there's nothing to ask. Yeah, maybe there's nothing to ask. Uh, the reason we invite you to email is because mm. um, if you want to share your worries with us yeah and we might read them out but if you don't want to exactly that's grand we're just here for you yeah um yes if you want to talk about anything about worries uh neither of us are qualified to counsel you or anything like that at at all i'm a hot mess i think we've established that we've established that Mm -hmm. we prefer to talk about hot parts uh (laughs) um so yeah um so that's that yeah uh, there, uh, we'll be back at some point we'll be back look we'll be back it could be a matter of weeks could be a matter of days we haven't made any strong plans no but as you can see it's been a year from episode 5 to episode 6 But we, so you know we're not going to leave you hanging that long no that's the promise that's the promise so until then <clears throat> yeah look after yourself God bless God bless stay well take care um, wear your masks wear masks wash your hands, hands. yeah Pencil. An actor of my experience, you just get run dry. A podcast sitcom with Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. I played, I played yeah. Edmund Gelder and he played Fanny Snatch. The Observer called it a lovely thing. Wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. I'm not having any more of this. I need you to pull me off immediately. Heavy Pencil from Great Big Owl. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.